You're listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network with Nikki Stott. I wish to acknowledge country and also all the elders past, present and emerging who've been part of the struggle for so long for sovereignty and self-determination. Do not get comfortable. Today was just a taste of what our people will do. The time is done for being devalued. These islands make a whole lot of money off of our aloha. They capitalize and commercialize us till even the skinniest of the cows come crawling back home. They're trying to frame it like science versus culture, but really it's a people versus oppression, exploitation, and extraction. There are waves and waves of people prepared to do what they have to do. We will never aggress. We will always maintain our position of kapualoha. Mauna Kea is a dormant volcano on the island of Hawaii that is also a sacred site of deep significance to the indigenous Kanaka Mali people. A new giant telescope construction project on the summit of Mauna Kea, funded by pro-business groups keen to boost Hawaii's tech industry and called the 30-metre telescope, or TMT, is slated to be one of the world's largest, most powerful telescopes. But it has attracted controversy and protest since it was first approved to be built on the summit of Mauna Kea in 2013. Since July this year, Kanaka elders and their supporters from the Save Mauna Kea struggle have maintained a blockade on the road that leads up to the volcano summit, successfully resisting the construction of the telescope development. Numbers of supporters on the ground at the blockade have steadily increased, along with international awareness of and solidarity with this struggle. This week on Earth Matters, we'll hear from Mauna Kea protectors on the ground at the blockade. Kialoha Peshoda, who's also the founder of Mauna Kea Anaina Hu, one of the main opposition organisations who are bringing multiple legal challenges against the TMT. And Dr Kalama Nehu, who's one of the blockade's medics and also Ayukepa Kasambul Salazar, a Kanaka Mali professor of race, ethnicity and indigenous studies at Ithaca College in New York. These interview excerpts were sourced with thanks from archive.org and Sojourner Truth and Rising Up with Sonali at kpfk.org. This movement is really about our sacred sites and, and, and the indigenous peoples of the world, which are joining us as we have joined others to stand for Mother Earth. Kia Peshoda. Because this really is about Mother Earth. It's really not about even astronomy. It's never been about astronomy. We think astronomy is a noble endeavor, but um, not at the expense of everything else. Basically for us, it is our origin place. Um, it's where we believe all of man came from. It is the home of our, of our deities, from creator to all of the gods and goddesses. That's where they dwell and where they enter from the heavens, the heavenly realms. Um, It's also a burial ground of our most significant and revered ancestors, including like navigators that discovered Hawaii um, thousands of years ago. It's also a ceremonial landscape. That means that we do ritual relating to the procession of the equinoxes 
you know, over the 26,000 year cycle. It's believed that um, we brought that practice, it's Proto-Polynesia, we brought it to Hawaii as well. So it's significant and, and Mauna Kea is significant to all of Polynesia, not just across the archipelago, but Mauna Kea also sets the standard for all of the heiaus and then even out into the Pacific. So that's why the Pacific peoples come also because they recognize Mauna Kea as well. It has been absolutely uh, incredible to be a part of our people here. In these types of situations in which the love of our people rises up in defense of our culture, our people, our heritage, our land, I think this is a, when you see some of the best of our people. Dr. Kalama Nehe. And, you know, I'm part of the Mauna Medic Healers Hui. We're the folks that um, provide the medical support uh, for the folks on the front lines out here. And so basically it's very similar to what we did over at the Standing Rock um, encampments out there. I was a part of the Standing Rock Medic Healers Council, and we're doing the same over here. And we were very honored. But I think the true heroes that saved the day are the Kupuna. And this is something that shocked them, our elders they made a decision that they would absolutely not be moved. And so they actually formed the very front lines of the Mauna Kea Access Road blockade. And I think that they have their, their, they're terrified of them, to be honest. They've made this decision to stand, and, and they know exactly what it's going to look like if they remove 80- and 90-year-old elders who, li- who are singing, sitting there singing in peaceful prayer and full of the mana of the land itself. Like people don't realize it's a, it's a very high altitude over here. It's actually very cold. You know, we had to deal with hypothermia. We had to deal with dehydration. We had to do with stiff joints, and and it was you know it was very challenging for the people who are private and they're such heroes. We have been in a in hearings since about 2009. We finally made it up to the Supreme Court of Hawaii. The Supreme Court pretty much ruled very quickly, which gave us pause, feeling as though we hadn't really been heard again. The Supreme Court's decision was really sad um, in that it's, it's basically kind of the rape logic, you know, because the mountain uh, was, you know, has been destroyed. um, This won't add much destruction. It's equivalent to saying because the woman was raped, If she's raped again, it won't really hurt anything. And, you know, this is about raping Mother Earth. You know, we have a lot of our own people, Hawaiian people, Kanaka Maoli people. We have supporters and that have been supporting us for a long, long time. Um, And they, they, they provide all kinds of support for us as well. And then we have um, our brothers and sisters, indigenous brothers and sisters from, um, Mokuhonu, uh, Native Americans, First Nation peoples uh, from even Canada as well, and um, Aotearoa, Tahiti. Uh, I think the Tahitians come today. Um, Tongans from Tonga, uh, Kingdom of Tonga sent a delegation, um, and Samoa. So all throughout the Pacific, we're, we're having peoples come as well. And ultimately, you know, in the conversations about that, it, it you know, we are the land and the land are the people. So what we do to the land, we do to ourselves. You know, that's the inherent philosophy of most Indigenous people. Um, but, you know, I wanted to say that, you know, people here are speaking about the Indigenous movement and, and the First Nation peoples, and we are definitely First Nation peoples. But I also want to say that 
this movement is bigger than that because everyone is indigenous to somewhere. Um, and what we want to say overall is that this is a movement, an uprising of the people of the world, um, basically to take a stand for the earth. And even, you know, we went to Gordon Moore Foundation and we, we spoke with the president of Gordon Moore Foundation and we, we asked him to, to join with us to do better. We need science to do better. We need science to evolve so that it, it, it can take in the indigenous wisdom and the indigenous knowledge. We have our own science, you know, and this is about us, you know, coming together and saying, no matter if you're on the Western science side or the native science side, we both agree that the earth is in danger. And that's what we're really speaking about. And we've shared our mountain since 1968, they have a world-class astronomy center on the summit. And we've asked them simply, enough is enough. When human things start to dominate the sacred landscape, then we have a problem and we're, we're needing balance. And that's really what we're doing here is we're calling for balance. We're drawing the line. We're not saying we want everything taken down. There are some people who are so fed up that they're like, hey, I've had enough. I don't even want to have anything to do with it. But the the kind of middle ground is their lease is up in 2033. They don't have an extended lease. So if they were, imagine, if they were to construct it, they would only have seven years observing time on it. You can't put the cart before the horse like that. You know, you have to get the lease before you <laughs> and secure that. Just like they don't have the full funding. And that's, by the way, one of our, our litigations, right, is that they have not, they failed to put up the bond, the security bond, which is, which is a mechanism to protect the people of Hawaii because the TMT has alternatives, but we don't. Even in Chile, for example, it has really good seeing there. And they could, they could have gone there or invested in the, in the world's largest telescope, the, extremely large telescope, the EELT, which is currently being built. But there's this, this kind of Western competitive, you know, sort of idea that uh, we want our own. Um, but we're in dire situation with our Earth, and they really do need to do better. This project is risky financially, since they don't have the full amount, they don't have the lease, you know, projects that have gone, you know, have gotten all the rubber stamps from all the politicians but they didn't, they didn't work out the funding. And now the people of Hawaii are holding the, the bill. And at a minimum, they need to, they need to show their real commitment um, to protect the people of Hawaii. And we don't want it. It's flat out, we just don't want it. <laughs> Do not get comfortable. Today was just a taste of what our people will do. The time is done for being devalued. This, these islands make a whole lot of money off of our aloha. They capitalize and commercialize us till even the skinniest of the cows come crawling back home. It is not up to any foreigner to determine who and what we are about. It is not up to foreigners, bless their heart, we all have mixed ethnicities nowadays, but it is not up to the people who are not Kanaka to determine what we do, why we do, how we do, and where.
you know, a lot of people don't realize that for Kamaka Oivi, Kamaka Maori, us Hawaiians, we um, have a long tradition of protecting our lands and waters. Development, desecration, whether it be U.S. naval bombing of Kaho'olawe for over 40 years, for target practice, or just the relentless tourist development across all of the islands, golf courses, the Disney hotels, and the rest. Even before the United States began occupying our, our independent country in the 19th century, we're active. We just are. When we see an injustice, we speak up and um, we call for change. And, you know, this goes back certainly to 1898 when the U.S. illegally annexed Hawaii in violation of its own laws and the laws of um, international, governing international states. We're aware of this. We teach our children our histories. Uh, so, you know, our, our efforts on the mountain are part of a legacy of standing up for what's right, what we call pono. We, we call for balance and we call for respect for our, our ways and for our difference. I have to remind everybody, all of your listeners, that this is nonviolent, direct political action. We simply refuse to obey to have them uh, come up to the summit of, a, of, of one of our most sacred, cherished, storied, beloved places to build a giant telescope that would be 18 stories tall, take up five acres of land in a pristine, undeveloped area of this, of the tallest mountain in all of the Pacific. It's the tallest mountain when measured from the ocean floor in the entire world, from ocean floor to summit. It's the tallest mountain in the world. There's nothing like it in the world, which is exactly why astronomers want it, which is exactly why they're groping for excuses and reasons with all these noble ideas around, you know, how important their science is. But there's no story that these scientists can tell us that will replace our native stories that our kupuna tell us about where we come from, and those have meaning for us. Our resistance is historically situated and informed through rigorous documentation and research. We teach our young, generation after generation, that these relations of power are unjust, and these are not our, our telescopes. So yeah, we stand against them. You're listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network. This week on the show, we've been hearing from Kanaka Mali activists involved in the ongoing resistance struggle and protest blockade against the development of a giant telescope development on Mauna Kea, a dormant volcano on the island of Hawaii that is also a sacred site of deep significance to the indigenous Kanaka Mali people. I would say that Mauna Kea is, is really about our our religious freedom, our right to, my auntie used to say, we have a right to practice our religion in the environment of our belief, and Mauna Kea is that environment. So it, it that, that even under American occupation, the First Amendment it, it is supreme, you know, the right to have a relationship with the God of your choosing or the spirituality of your choosing, and then also having the access. So that's first. But second, and what is a part of the greater uh, movement in question, is that our right to self-determination is defined by international law. There's a whole range of ideas about what kind of autonomy or what kind of independence or what kind of um, sovereignty, but it's all within the right to self-determination as defined by the United Nations um, and under the um, UNDRIP, you know, the, the Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous People which we participated in helping to draft some of that language, Hawaii has, yeah, and the delegation, myself included, have been a part of drafting that language. And it's very important 
because America didn't acquire Hawaii in a proper way and never did. In the process, what is the current law now is that um, the Admissions Act of Hawaii specifically states that all land in Hawaii shall be held in trust for the betterment of the condition of Native Hawaiians and the general public. That's the, the premise in which America uh, absorbed Hawaii into the into its so-called union, but really Hawaii uh, is still a kingdom, and we still have treaties with the United States as a kingdom. So the United States is violating those treaties. You know, they wanted to do it in 2009, and they have absolutely not been able to to move forward on this. It just really shows the breadth and the depth of the of the response. It's people being able to lay their, you know, being willing to lay their bodies on the line to stand in front of, of police officers, National Guard, and to stand in front of bulldozers, to stand up against all of this. You know, it's one thing if it was that, and, it, and that in itself is so incredibly powerful. But we're talking about lawyers who are out there who are fighting up against this, who have been litigating this in court for, for years, for years, and uh, for a decade right now. And we have physicians such as myself who are putting themselves on the front lines as well. We have fishermen out here fishing and bringing in food to the people on the front lines. And we have people that have been growing food for the past couple of years just so that we can have enough to feed the people when they come here. So we're talking about not just a telescope. We're talking about really what this is about is about jurisdiction of land. This is Kanaka Mali land. And we're talking about legally. We have a legal and in, in, under the United States law, but also under international law. To, and that's it's a very solid claim to have access to this land as a people. And so we're talking about religion as well. And, we, we, we you know, Io Kappa did a really incredible job of, of, of explaining some of that. But then we're also talking about science, because we too, as indigenous people, we are at the front line of every ecological struggle in the world. And historically, we have been really firm at creating science and technology that preserves and, and, and really and joins the sacred with the science. And we have a history, a long history of preserving it. And over the past couple hundred years, we've seen an absolute desecration, destruction of that sacred balance of science and people and humanity to the point where now it's endangering all of civilization, all of the peoples of the world. We're in a climate change crisis right now. And so here we have, on this particular island, we have it threatening the water, the water in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, the aquifer for the entire island. So we have people here. It's not just about, they're trying to frame it like science versus culture, but really it's a people versus oppression, exploitation, and extraction. Most people in a settler society, such as the United States, and um, as, it's, as it exists in Hawaii, are beneficiaries of U.S. empire, you know. Um, the people who have a politics of U.S. imperialism, just broadly, can get this issue. Um, it's connected to El Cipotle, uh, you know, pipelines in um, First Nations territories, Ferguson, Baltimore, to Standing Rock. It's related to Gaza. You know, any time you have uh, an imperialist state armed, we're going to go basically to any measure to squash difference and opposing views that would undermine. Uh, their structures um, that reproduce their privilege and, and these legacies of, of benefiting from um, empire, such as, you know, their capital, their money, whatever investments. You'll, you'll see um, a vilification of uh, resistance. You'll see um, 
uh, violence inflicted upon them, yet the uh, claims to being oppressed are appropriated, and they render themselves uh, victims, as though now scientists are victims of uh, angry Hawaiians who just uh, are irrational and don't don't get it. So um, it's connected to, you know, the fracking, the drilling, the damming, the detonating, surveilling and policing and arresting everywhere else. Um, so it's not an isolated event. It is in its specificity, but it's very much connected to um, the struggles of other black, brown and, and indigenous peoples around the world. It's the uprising of the peoples of the earth saying that corporate greed and the corporate culture, which is profit, may not take precedence over all life. The TMT board had voted and their spokesperson came out and said basically that they're not changing. Hawaii is their best location and they're still going to go. So essentially what they're saying to us is that our life and putting our life in danger um, with riot police and, and um, police and all this stuff are National Guard even, maybe. The governor has said he's not above that. Um, you know, it's all in their name. They're willing to do it. So what kind of a thing is that? I mean, to me, it's just a bunch of word salad. Uh, he's basically saying he's going to give it to the mayor of Hawaii Island, um, Mayor Kim. But Mayor Kim is saying, I don't have any jurisdiction because he doesn't. Mauna Kea's is really ceded lands, kingdom lands, but the state is the overseer of it. Um, and so it's, it's just kind of confusion, I think. I think they're confused, but they're really yielding. All of this is being done. Gordon and Betty Moore and the TMT board could end this today just by simply saying we're going to choose the Canary Islands. And I'm not necessarily pushing it there. I'm just saying... They could make better decisions. We would actually like them to join with us to raise the standard of aloha, to do better, and actually work with us to help. We can tell them all kinds of ways for that kind of money to help the people and the, and the land of, of Mother Earth. Like, they could provide probably clean water to most people with that kind of money. Hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? They need to do better. They continue to say, we've tried to reach out. We've tried to have conversations. We've tried to, you know, come to an agreement. But the, the truth of the matter is, is even the statement from the TMT spokesman, it, it, it didn't change anything because all it did was admit now that they don't care because they've been painting this rosy picture that we're the ones who are unreasonable. But the point is, is they've never put no TMT as an option on the table. And, you know, they don't really have, they're stuck because if they don't put that on the table, there's no way we're going to have anything to talk about. The, the governor and the mayor and TMT have nothing to offer the, the protectors because what are they, what are they really offering? It's, it's basically, it's their way or the highway. And that's been that way for, for decades now. And we've been in court, we've been in all these levels of attempts to, to re restore justice and balance to Hawaii. And pretty much the state is kind of compromised on all levels because they're submitting to the corporate culture. Many of us didn't really want them to be the front line because Elders are revered, um, wisdom keepers, and we don't want them hurt. 
I did see the riot police there with batons and, and all of those things. But the one thing they were lacking was shields. And you know why? It's because they know that we have no weapons and we, we are in a position of nonviolence. So they would, they're the aggressors, you know, they're the ones with the guns. So um, this is where I, my, my deep, deep sadness comes that the TMT, their heart seems very hardened um, because it's basically sending a message to all of us that they're willing to hurt us to get their legacy. And what is that legacy? They can have a bad legacy as well. There are waves and waves of people prepared to do what they have to do. We will never aggress. We will always maintain our position of kapu aloha. You've been listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network. This week on the show, we heard from Kia Loha Pashoda and Dr. Kalama Nehu, and also Ayukepa Kasambul Salazar, who are all Kanaka Mali protectors involved in the ongoing resistance struggle and protest blockade against the development of a giant telescope development on Mauna Kea, a dormant volcano on the island of Hawaii that is also a sacred site of deep significance to the indigenous Kanaka Mali people. If you want to find out more information, you can go to the Hawaiian Environmental Alliance at kahea.org and also Hawaii Unity and Liberation Institute. You can find them on your socials and also Mana Medics Healers Hui. You can find them on your socials as well and if you want to donate to support their good work on the front line. This week's audio excerpts were sourced with thanks from the archive.org and Sojourner Truth and Rising Up with Sonali at kpfk.org. Earth Matters would like to thank the Community Radio Network for all their hard work in bringing you this program today and the Community Broadcasting Foundation for their generous support. Earth Matters is produced at 3CR Community Radio in Fitzroy, Melbourne and we can be contacted at earthmatters3cr at gmail.com. That's all for now, but tune in next week for more environmental and social justice stories. Those people who have no land rights haven't got justice, but neither do those people who have land rights have justice. You're listening to Community Radio Network around Australia, brought to you by 3CR Community Radio. So stay tuned as we bring you news, live updates, music and interviews with Aboriginal people from around the country. The only free body we have is the Aboriginal government on the grassroots and the Aboriginal embassy on the lawns outside the old parliament house. We will not go away. And as that stone rests in that mountain... And as our spirit rests in this country and over this country, we will not go away. Neither shall our power pass. And that's here forever until justice comes. Have you heard about 3CR's national programs? 
Kamanacha on community radio stations around Australia, produced in the studios of 3CR Melbourne. Services will be cut, jobs may well be lost and workers' entitlements will be undermined. Their basic human rights are as important as everyone else. Over 200 million years, individual species have evolved. I mean, birds were once dinosaurs. Anything nasty online seems to be targeted against women. Muckety is a bad deal, but Muckety is absolutely not a done deal. You're listening to Women on the Line. Welcome again to Lost in Science. And welcome to another edition of the Radioactive Show. You've been listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network. Hello and welcome to Accent of Women. Anarchist Wall this week. Listen to Beyond Zero, global warming science, solutions and action. You are listening to Let the Bands Play. Tune in to Stick Together, worker stories and union news. Grassroots Voices broadcast weekly on the Community Radio Network. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.